Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. After Oscar-winning indies like Juno and major blockbusters like Inception, Elliot Page is doing a special sit-down interview this week on Apple TV Plus to describe the transgender transition. I spoke with Page just after the Supreme Court legalized same-sex marriage in 2015, when Page was in D.C. promoting the LGBTQ film Free Held about pension benefits for same-sex couples. I think the film had just been, pretty much just been completed, like everything was done when the, um, when the Supreme Court made that incredible decision. Um, and yeah, I think this this is a special time for this film to come out because, you know, the situation only happened 10 years ago. Uh, and I think, therefore, it's a celebration of how far we've come in such a short amount of time because if Laurel and Stacey had been able to get married, they wouldn't have been in the situation they found themselves in. And, um, and I hope that it shows just what the uh, implications of, of inequality are because uh, when we do have these amazing moments happen, they're can tend to be some backlash and you hope that this film can demonstrate just how important how important that recent decision is is that sort of how you view it then is it it's almost a, a stopgap kind of movie against potential backlash to keep it from backsliding well really i think for the it, it's actually just laurel and stacy's love and their story you know um and um you hope that when someone watches this film and sees that you know what they went through and how much they loved each other, their dedication towards one another, how um, how Laurel was treated, particularly after spending her entire career protecting the citizens of New Jersey and then being denied her rights strictly because she was in a same-sex relationship. I think you hope that it can move someone and maybe someone who doesn't fully understand or perceives perceives the LGBT community as different or other can, you know, realize we're all the same. And yeah. um, I guess that's what you hope for. Absolutely. Yeah. How much time did you, did you get to spend time with Stacy mm-hmm. beforehand? Because I thought that was one of the most powerful parts in the movie, and, you know, and, and the end credits was when you actually see them, actually, the photos together. Yeah. It's a little heartbreaking, obviously, but um, how much time did you get to spend with her, and what was that like? I got to spend a lot of time with Stacey, and, and as did Julianne and Ron Nicewaner, who wrote the screenplay, and she was incredible to us. You know, so generous, so available, and... As you can imagine, um, talking about a lot of this is emo- really emotional for her. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was an amazing opportunity, and just to get to know someone who I have so much admiration for. Um, and she's a really, really special person. You mentioned the screenplay and the screenwriter. Obviously, he wrote Philadelphia, and that's almost one of those movies where you remember where you were when you saw it. I mean, that it was earth-shattering. Do you remember where you were and when, when you saw that movie and how, how it touched you? Oh, shoot. I wish I did. I mean, I love that film. I don't remember necessarily. Right. Well, not necessarily where you were then, but, you know, yeah. what do you remember about that experience watching it for the first time? Oh, my gosh. I just remember being so, uh, you know, so moved. And I, I, you know, like I was saying in regards to 
people hopefully connecting to Laurel and Stacy's story and love and what they went through helps transform hearts and minds. You know, I think that's what Philadelphia offered and, and allowed people this, you know, deeply human story, and particularly during that horrific time, um, to hopefully make people understand that situation and yeah. and go beyond the the you know the kind of ignorance that was the ignorant ideas of that were surrounding it at the time. Yeah, yeah. And here we are, these many years later, and it's almost like you still got to remind people. You know, it's almost crazy to think that hey, have, how have we not moved on from that? You know. Yeah. But um, so um, remind me, when did you you came out in? Was it last year? Last early year. last year? Last year, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Okay, cool. Can you imagine trying to do this before then? What is the freedom to do it now, post that? It's really. I think it's actually really. Well, it's hard to say. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preface with what I'm about to say with the fact that this is, uh, you know, Laurel died and this is an incredibly yeah. devastating story and uh, I could never even begin to imagine what that experience was like for Stacy. but of course it was an emotional experience making it. That being said, it was special to be out and to be playing a gay character and to be playing someone that I admire so much. And, you know, I it's hard to even... I can't even wrap my head around what it would mean to be a closeted actor and play this yeah. part and quite frankly it's just... I really think that would be inappropriate yeah. and wrong, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So it almost takes being where you are now to be able to even attempt it. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. What did you pick up from playing off of each other? Um, well, Julianne's extraordinary, obviously. She's one of the best actors ever. And to have the opportunity to work with her is, is amazing. Um, and then beyond that, Julianne's one of the most generous, kind-hearted, um, funny, delightful, protective people you could you could have the pleasure of knowing and we were fortunate that we just really bonded quickly and really tried to um, establish a comfort and an ease in our intimacy and uh, and really did form a partnership off screen as well as on screen you know we were always together like connected arms around each other um, you know excited to see each other in the morning and um, you know and 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 really, you know, it was hard to say goodbye when it was done. Um, so I think when you do work with someone as unbelievable as Julianne Moore, it's pretty much impossible to not be present with her when you're working with her because she's she's just that good. So I just I just get I just got lucky, you know, that I get to work with her. Yeah. And then let's who else in the cast? Oh, Steve Carell. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's sort of a he provides a little bit of comic relief in the movie, which is I mean, otherwise a pretty you know heavy movie, obviously. Yeah. And rightfully so, yeah. but um, was he sort of that? Did he function as that on the set as well? Was he sort of keeping it light as well on set? Um, no, Steve's a. That's the first time I've really been around Steve Carlo. I'm such a massive, massive, massive fan of. Um, and he's, you know, he's. I'd say if anything, he's a more quiet guy for sure. Okay. Um, but he did such a great job with this role because Stephen Goldstein, who he plays, who I've met, extraordinary activist. Um, Steve Carell just. Nailed it. He totally nailed it, and um, and uh, he did a he did such a great job portraying uh, Stephen Goldstein. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, how about the the director? What was it like working with him? Because you worked with some great, you know, let's be serious, some great filmmakers, visionary filmmakers, and screenwriters in the past. But how did this experience compare? Well, Pete's amazing. I've always been a huge fan of Pete since um, Raising Victor Vargas, which I just thought was so beautiful and intimate and a gorgeous, gorgeous love story. And um, he's just a phenomenal person to work with. He is so, um, you know, like he was really, he really wanted to hire like all female department heads, which he did. And um, 
he just creates an energy on set where you feel safe, you feel comfortable. I, he has a beautiful heart, and he, um, he's just a, he really is a tremendous person to work with. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I know we've probably got to wrap it up soon, so before we go, do you mind? Maybe we can end this. I did this with David Oyelowo, and it worked pretty well. We just kind of did like a little rapid fire about some of his other roles, and you just said this first thing that kind of comes to your mind when I say it. Is that first right? word or first thing? Word, phrase, anything. Okay. It doesn't have to be one word if, okay. you, if you don't want, but all right. Yeah. We got to start. Juno. Sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> anything else? Any any other thoughts on it? Because um, how many years it's been? That was 2007? I was 20 when I made it, so eight oh, wow. years ago for me. Wow. Yeah. Do you yeah. look back and, and say... Man, I would have done this differently because I'm older, or do you say that was an Oscar nominated role? I'll leave oh. it right there. <laughs> no, I mean I haven't I haven't seen it obviously since it came out. So, really? Yeah. No. I don't, so. Um, do you never go back and watch the roles? Or? No, no, I don't tend to. I probably watch something once, maybe twice. You know, if you're at a premiere, or you've seen it before, or whatever. Um, yeah. No, that was a crazy experience, and uh, didn't expect all of that to happen, which happened. So it was pretty, yeah, pretty special. Yeah. yeah. Do you stay in touch with Diablo? Yeah, yeah, we see each other in LA from time to time. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Um, well, let's do Inception. Mm. Christopher Nolan. Mm. Mm. I was gonna swear. You probably can't swear. No, nah, you can go ahead. I can uh, always cut it out. Say, this is pre-tape. I was gonna <laughs> say uh, Minecraft. Um, <laughs> that's um, what we all thought watching it too. Totally. No, uh, no and an amazing. It's funny when you are about to start a movie that's that big and shoots for that long. I remember being like, oh, what's this going to be like? Five months? It's a really long time. And it was like just extraordinary. I just loved going to set every day. And the thing that is amazing about Chris Nolan is, you know, of course there's days where you're flipping upside down in a van and water's coming at you. You're hanging upside down. But when he shoots, he shoots so intimately. And with Wally, he's an incredible cinematographer. It's like everything's handheld and you really get the feeling that you're, you know, you're telling this, like, intimate story. And I think that's what, you know, makes this film so successful, because despite the, yeah. despite the massiveness of this, you know, of those projects, they're, they're really kind of grounded in reality, even though I did say, mind, pardon my <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Maybe we'll do Mind Bleeper. We'll yeah, figure out a way okay, to capture it. Um, X-Men, Days of Future Past. I think one of the better superhero movies that they've made in this little era here, which has been almost way oversaturated with them, but I, that one kind of stood out to me. I thought it was special. Um, what do I think? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> I don't know. This is hard. <laughs> um, Let's just do it like this. We'll wrap this way. Um, a movie like Juno, which is, is, it's like the, you know, indie, gritty thing versus a movie with, like, all the CGI with uh, Days of Future Past or even even with Inception. What's it like working one versus the other? Do you have a preference? Um, no, they're so different. It's hard to say. I mean, they're different and they're not. Like, my job is to take something off a page and um, in relation to some my, my surroundings and who I'm playing, um, you know, do my homework. And then on the day, make it as present and as truthful um, as possible, right? That's my job. So that's always the same. And then it's just and when you're shooting a movie like Juno, you're you know you don't have a lot of time. You're moving really quickly. Um, and when you're shooting a movie like X Men, it presents its just like different challenges. You know, you're uh, it's obviously a completely different world. And or you're acting with, you know, I'm obviously not really looking at a Sentinel. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, you really so, weren't at the no. time. Oh. Could have fooled me. Yeah. So you know, it's just it's hard to my. I feel like my end of it, my job is always the same, but yeah. obviously it can change. You know, yeah. different ele- different things are different, challenging in each 
each form of filmmaking, I okay. guess. Well, Regardless of the type of movie or genre or effects-driven versus not, um, what do you like to see from a director the first time you meet with them? Well, let's say you've read the script and a director sits down with you to go over the character. What's most important to you at that stage? I mean, honestly, I just like having an enjoyable experience working with someone. I like being with someone who um, is a filmmaker because they love film and is someone I feel like I can trust so I can go to work every day and be um, as open and vulnerable as possible. So um, that's what I enjoy. And I love working with people who have, you know, are so assured and, and have, you know, their, you know, their incredible vision or what have you, um, but are like to have conversations or like to collaborate to a certain degree. And, you know, that's, yeah. and I've been fortunate to work with so many great people who are exactly like that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we've been fortunate to watch the result that you've come up with. So thanks so much for taking the time. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Remember to hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time.